Love comes from a pure heart and a good conscience and a sincere faith. 1 Timothy 1.5 Hello friends, this is Kelby Sansom and I am the host here of the Sansom Family Podcast. And of course, we used to be the uh, Table Talk Theology, but I just realized, there, you know what, there's just so many Table Talk names out there and I figured, why not make it unique? So not only do we have a podcast, we also have a blog called the SansaFamily.com where you can watch our blogs, but due to the consistency of life, being married now and having a child, which I have a young and his name is Josiah, um, life gets to us and we try to uh, make do what we can, but I hope to be more consistent with our podcast and our blog. But as I said uh, in the verse about purity, our discussion today will be on the importance of purity and why it matters. So to answer the questions uh, and to go more into it, I'd like to start by talking about a children's book. It's called The Princess and the Kiss, a story of God's gift of purity to children, and it tells a story of a little girl who was a princess, and their parents gave her a special gift when she was born, a gift from God called her first kiss. While also her parents made sure they kept this gift um, um, that was sacred, that was from God, also precious um, to towards her. One day, when she was, when the princess got older, her parents showed her the gift and told her it was yours to give away, as you see fit. She marveled at it as at her gift, and she as she's never received such a wonderful gift. But the king responded also with her a warning, with these words: "Use wisdom." and use the kiss to give away at marriage, not to give it away to a stranger. So the princess took her father's words at heart. And soon there were suitors that came to the castle, wishing to take the king's daughter's hand in marriage. The first who came was Prince Peacock. He went on to tell the princess, See what big muscles I have, princess. Then going on to say, I can run faster and jump higher than any other prince in the world. The princess thought this prince was mighty, but in her wisdom, she saw in his heart that he was full of himself. She clearly knew that her kiss would have no room there, so she sent the prince away. But the next day, Prince Romance came to visit the princess and tried to sway her with chocolates and flowers. So Prince Romance went on to tell her, We'll go to marvelous places and eat the grandest, greatest food. Although the princess was flattered and interested about his offer, she ultimately knew good feelings and honeymoons would not last forever because she knew this prince would soon lose interest in her kiss. So she politely told the prince she was not interested. The next day, another prince came to see the princess who's uh, prince see the princess whose name was Prince uh, Treasure Chest. He came with jewels and gold and costly things for the princess. So Prince Treasure Chest went on to tell her, See the presents I have bought you, princess? You will never lack in fine clothing. Marry me, for I can give you the best of everything. But indeed, she knew he could provide for her everything her heart desired. But she knew the one thing he wouldn't value was her kiss or see it as special. So she sent him away, and one by one they all came, but none seemed worthy of her kiss. She began to doubt if she would ever 
ever find anyone worthy of her kiss. She even went to her mother, who was the queen, and asked her if she ever would find someone worthy of her kiss. Her mother replied with, Yes, God will provide you with someone, but if he doesn't, then your kiss is yours to treasure forever. In return, the princess took comfort in this thought. Following the next day, a common man came to the princess to see the princess. He was dressed in farmer's clothing, who was a farmer. He spoke with the king and queen and asking if he may speak to, the, to their daughter. He also kneeled before them. They were caught by surprise seeing how he was a common man, a farmer. But also what caught their surprise was his kindness in his manner. The king and queen followed him to speak to their daughter and close watched by and told her, I have worked in your father's field for many years and waiting and watching for someone to be my wife. But they never came. But then I saw you one day with your beauty and your purity that sparkled like diamonds. The princess blushed and her heart began to beat wild. The common man or the farmer told her, I have nothing to give you, my princess. I have no gold or means to travel the earth. I am not as strong as many, but I do have one very special gift I can give you. He gave her his first kiss. The farmer went on to say, God gave me the gift on the day I was born. I have saved it my whole life to give it to you. The farmer, uh, then the farmer, the princess, and the king and the queen rejoiced. The princess had no doubt as joy would burst through her heart by saying, Yes, this is the one with all my heart. Soon they went to the church and before the people and before God, and they dressed in the purest clothing, and they exchanged their first kiss. Now, when we give away our gift of purity carelessly does depression sit in afterwards or do you feel a feeling of disgust do you feel rotten to the core and tainted with impurity i hope you do for the sake of understanding your nature wasn't meant to give away your purity carelessly why is that why is purity so valuable and important is because you are made in the image of God and he is pure and therefore he wants you to be pure just as he is. He created you for him and not to give away your gift of purity lightly or carelessly because it's valuable and meaningful. Not just because when someone says don't have sex before marriage is a wrong thing, but I want you to be able to answer people with why something like that is wrong and why we should value purity above all most things. But I say this all also to say, I promise you I do not come with a righteousness of my own speaking weightless words if I have no clue what I'm talking about. Because what I'm about ready to say is something that I'm struggling with saying and even telling on this podcast because I can say it to people in people groups or small groups or uh, one-on-one, but never on a social media platform because it is definitely a courageous move to make and I am trusting the Lord when I say this, but I too have lost my purity before marriage. You heard me. Also keep in my... Um, uh, so it's hard for me to say forgive me for the long pause but it's hard for me to say 
as rather telling to someone. My very wife helped me understand the importance of purity and how God cares so much about because as who he is, he desires us to be that way as well because he loves us. My wife is the one who introduced the story to me, that story I just read to you, and I have shared it with you. Even if you are someone who has kept their purity and, and lived in celibacy, I have high respects for you. I know it's hard. It's even hard to remain pure once you have done impure things. The truth is for all of us, nobody's pure apart from Christ. Who is able to make you pure and who is who in Christ, uh, when you have Christ, able to make you pure and able to help you stand in the presence of God with full joy, even in your impure state? How is that? God in his Holy Spirit works out all things for those who love God and are called according to his purpose and continues to work out on out you until the completion, until he's able to present to you in the presence of God with full joy. I also like to hear warning to Christians, not just trying to be sympathetic about this, but because a part of my story of redemption when it came to sexual purity, God is redeeming me, and the wisdoms that he has taught me along the way, I want to say this as well. When I say this, please take this as in a, in a loving way as a, as a brother in Christ, because in my Christian life as well, and any other Christian's life, could lose her witness in this way. The scripture tells us to keep the marriage bed pure. Even if it looks like you haven't done anything behind closed doors with your boyfriend or girlfriend, keeping the doors closed still looks unwise on your part. And there are always, there's always hope in Christ, even if you lose your virginity before marriage. God's heart longs for you to come to him and repent and turn your life over to him, putting your faith and trust in him daily, not just from believers, but Christians alike. He desires a broken and contrite heart that he will never despise. So, why is purity so important? We know what is wrong, as I said earlier as Christians, but what but do we know why keeping the purity, keeping the value of important uh keeping uh I can't speak, I'm sorry, I stumbled my words. Do we understand the value of why keeping um Purity is important. Do we understand the concept of value of purity? Something that is pure should not be used for selfish intent. As we heard in the story about the three types of princes that came to see the princess, their intent um, did not come from a pure heart but selfish motives. They did not take into consideration the princess's true desire, which is valuing her purity. There's absolutely nothing wrong with purity and abstaining. But purity can be robbed of its purest joy when giving away selfishly. Godsquestions.org, I'm sorry, GodQuestions.org puts it this way. Purity is freedom from anything that contaminates. Purity is the quality of being faultless, uncompromised, or unadulterated. Pure water is free from any other substance. Pure gold has been refined to such as a degree that all dross has been removed. And a pure life is one in which sin no longer determines the choices one makes. So purity is often used in scripture as a means to communicate holiness or perfection. And when Moses was building the tabernacle, God specifically um, said the lampstand and the other items inside the holy place would be made of pure gold, 
the oil used in the tabernacles was to be pure, and the frankincense, because the Lord has pure eyes and speaks pure words. The new Jerusalem is described as the city of pure gold, as pure as glass. But in particularly with this, this subject of this podcast about purity, keeping the important and why it matters, sexual purity. That's more particular about the subject of this talk since it's more of the day. Sexual purity is freedom from morality or perversion. Girls sometimes wear purity rings to indicate their commitment or to save saving sex from marriage. I mean, I've done that once before too, but you can see where that got me. But purity is closely related, though, to holiness. And those who walk in holiness will keep themselves sexually pure, abstinent before marriage, and monogamous within marriage. So when we have been born again through faith in Jesus Christ, we desire to live in purity. That purity is not limited to our sexuality, although that is important. God desires that we live purely in all our dealings with others. Purity should define our thought life, our words, and our actions. Jesus even said, Blessed are the pure in heart, they shall see God. That's Matthew 5, 8. And when our hearts are clouded with impurities, we cannot experience God's presence or hear His voice. But when our claim to righteousness is based on what Jesus has done, we will strive to forgive, uh, to forsake sin and live in purity of heart, enjoying fellowship with the God of purity. This is the reason why uh, purity is important, why we should value it. Because it separates our fellowship from the one who is pure God. So, my other thoughts before I close on this is that you're not alone and um, you're not the only one that might be struggling. If you have had sex or not, if you've lost your virginity or not, pure or unpure in certain ways of your life, I just want you to know that when Scripture talks about if you look upon a woman or a person with lust in your heart, Jesus said that's adultery. He raised a standard, right? So, that means no one spiritually is a virgin. But that also could be good too. We can encourage one another, we can help one another. And in, in those times of thinking, oh man, as I just said, as that kind of seems like it robs you of some joy, but hear this joy. Because we are sinful, because we're unpure, we can find purity in Christ today. Sinners and sufferers, Christians and non-Christians alike, He desires for you to come to Him today and know that you can find purity in Christ. The one whom it, who imputes to you His purity, His goodness, His righteousness, and He takes your sin upon Himself and your impurities. He was able to make you right with God today, no matter if you've had sex or not, no matter if you've lost your virginity or not. But I also like to say, to say too, this is also good to talk to your kids about. And if there are people here, I'm sure they will be, that might disagree with me on this subject of this talk, but I'm willing to discuss. And I'm willing to have a conversation, a sit-down conversation if you're willing, and if you're willing to be teachable and hearable and listen. So, that's all I have for you. So again, 
Thank you for listening. This is the Saints of Family Podcast. Have a good night, everybody.